Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. This is definitely another episode of Conversations with Mo and I just got my favorite trainer in the building today, even though he's probably talking shit about me. Um, (laughs) Because I have not been to the gym since the gyms opened back up. I'm nervous. I can't be around a lot of people. Well, we've been doing um, the necessary precautions, like to make sure everything's sanitized, fogged, clean in there, um, keeping people, you know, apart and stuff like that. So we've been doing our part to try to make sure people stay safe. Okay. Well, what's up, Ray? Since you just jumping right into it. I'm sorry. I thought that was my um Your cue? My green light. Yep. Guys, Ray uh, Blinky Weber in the building with us again today. We're doing a follow-up on uh, last year, about April last year we did mm-hmm. the interview. And I think Jim was just opening up then. So yeah. I said, you know what? I'm going to follow up, see what's going on. I see you. I always have so much stuff going on on Facebook. Um, so, and I, I actually popped up on you yes the other day, and the gym was full. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. exciting. So I def- definitely want to sit down with you and talk about staying fit during COVID mm-hmm. and what are you guys doing? How has COVID affected you? And just kind of in general, some new things that you have going on and just kind of giving people advice um, if they're having difficulty getting back in the gym like myself right um because it took a lot to get me there uh-huh listen i i didn't die <laughs> jesus but i was i kind of i was upset after having to sit home for a while because i was like i finally kind of mustered up the strength to really go and just put myself in a position so you know what i'm gonna do it and then we got sent home for two months mm-hmm. so that was a little frustrating but then just seeing how it's affecting everyone. If I ain't got to go to the store. You ain't going outside. I ain't going outside. You see, we look, look at I this see. nice little setup here. I see. At the house. I, <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Well, and that's because I also take care of my grandmother mm-hmm. and my great aunt. And so I have to have a lot of contact with them. And I don't want to be around other people that can, you know, yeah. pass it off to me. So I, I'm not really sure. But anyway. That makes sense. We'll we'll get into it. So how how is M Tag doing? M Tag is actually doing better than it has ever done. So nice. That, I will say it sounds crazy, but COVID has been a blessing. Really? It has truly been a blessing. Talk yeah. about it. Um, one is because M Tag is personally owned, mm-hmm. so most more people get to see um, on my social media feeds like the precautions that we're taking. I don't have to go through a chain of command to post, you know, videos of somebody sanitizing or. You know, videos of, of my crew cleaning up and stuff like that. And I don't have to get anybody else's approval. So I can kind of just, you know, do what I want to do as necessary for my clients. Um, too, we were the largest open format gym in the city. So where most people had to shut down because it was so small, like it's, as a studio gym couldn't operate because they couldn't keep everybody six feet. And then a chain franchise gym like Ghost Gym or the Evans Fitness Club, they couldn't keep their people apart. Um, and then, too, it was going to cost them more money to have their doors open in the woods, have their doors closed. We got 40,000 square feet of open workout area yeah. plus outside area. So It's nice in there. Yeah, we, I like it. <laughs> we've been 100 miles and running, so it's, it's, that's been a blessing in itself. But, yeah, a lot of people like the open format. And then uh, when people come in, you see signs telling them to wash their hands, yeah. remain six feet apart. Um, every half hour, I spray everybody um, hands down with this hand sanitizer that has a, a special chemical in it called monolaurin, which combats viruses. Um it keeps the spread of viruses away for um, nine hours, and then it, it, it's so many diseases, it stops 
you from being able to transmit um once you put it on that it's it's crazy um is a is a company that I get it from um is it's just been a blessing in itself so it's been keeping everybody safe at the gym cool how long were you guys close <laughs> um the the required two I think it was the required two weeks um but we still we we trained everybody outside I built squat racks outside I saw you the turf area outside <laughs> and then Ray said uh, he gonna make a way ain't stopping no money yeah we uh we went to uh myself call Ricky Coop uh, Siobhan, we started doing um, online training, like me and Carl um, did this quarantine group or whatever where we was putting workouts Sorry. and stuff. Yeah, we put, I, I don't I, know if you did I love that videos. Yeah. So. Listen, I am not motivated. That's why I, I have know. to come to the gym. I know. Watching that shit on Facebook, I just kept scrolling. Like, it's, it's tough. he can't fuss at me if I'm scrolling at home. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's the hardest part about this stuff because um, – a lot of people like hands-on training, yeah. and it's hard for them to do it at their at their living room. Because if they could, I mean, hell, we'd just be on YouTube all the time, just yeah. following those workouts that they got on YouTube. So definitely having an in-person training is different than that. Yeah. Was, uh, Before I start coming to you, I said I was going to just do something mild here at home, just to get my strength and stuff up, so I wouldn't die. Mm-hmm. And I did that, but I still felt like I was going to die. Yeah, see, I can't work out at home. It's too many distractions. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you got the babies and, yeah. you know, wife and phones and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, of course not. Yeah. But it, here it's just me and my daughter. So I can just go in my room and close my door and she won't bother me. So, but I still felt like it wasn't enough. Yeah. So having that one on one time with you was definitely, I, every morning I left, I was like, I'm so proud of me. Yeah. No, like, I, was I felt good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm coming, but I'm going to bring some people with me this time. So. I feel like you got my back. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keeping, keeping it sanitized and clean, that that's the biggest thing. So I think that's a lot of everyone's concern, just kind of making sure that we're following these guidelines and, and just trying to remain safe at right. all times. Okay, sounds good. What else y'all got going on? Um, So since all the gyms in the city are basically, when I say gyms, I'm talking about like basketball courts, like uh, Richmond County hasn't opened up any direct departments. Is the Y um, open? The school, yeah, the Y just opened back up. Okay. The, the schools haven't um, opened their gyms back up. So basketball players, they don't like to play outside. They don't like to play on concrete. And so why is that? It's bad on their knees. Like, mm. And then the type of ball, and you fall, and you got to have a double rim. Like this is playing outside when you're an adult is not fun as okay. it was when you was a kid. Cause your body take a beating. And again, us being a privately owned gym. Um, and not having to go through a chain of command, our basketball court is, is open. So all of the pros, all of the college players in the city have, have come to MTAG now to work out male and female. And it's been a blessing because we've been able to do, like, you know, consistent basketball runs. We just launched our college runs um, Tuesday. We've been So doing what exactly is, like, a college run? A run. So what it is is open gym, but it's organized open gym. And they call them runs just because, you know, you're just constantly running. Like, the next team is come on. And uh, what we do is we bring in like the college players. Um, you got and it's, it's literally only college players. Like you got to have credentials to play in these runs, okay. um, in the collegiate runs. So you got to be on the NCAA roster. Mm. Um, and so it's exclusive. So not everybody can just jump in. It's not like you go to the Y and somebody can randomly say, "I got next." Gotcha. No, um, I I pick most of the teams. Like so, I put players on there so the teams won't be stacked, and they play. Um, I I hire two referees that referee it. Um, they play for about two hours. Um, what referees you hire? You ain't got my dad in there. I got Will and I got Stone in there. Okay. 
Just checking. Now, if you need Tony Lewis to come, you let me know. I let him know. You let me know. And then the the programs are the same way. Um, You got to have credentials. You got to have a contract or be in a free agent status um, right now. I seen Dominique Archie. Yeah, Archie Archie been in there blessing the court. Um, Who else? Rob Turner. um, Shoot, Christian Nobles. All the pros. Jayshon Brooks was there yesterday. Ahmed Hill. Um, Look at you with the names. So many. Jamel McLean. uh, James Webb. Like. I don't know none of these people, but yeah. it sounds good. Oh yeah, yeah, we got guys that, that's <laughs> literally flying in from um from out of town. Like I got guy Court, Courtney Stockard from St. Louis, my hometown, but he plays over in Finland. He flew in. He'd be with me for three weeks because I got like apartments at the gym now. Okay, and then I had another guy, um, Sean Wells. He was here for three weeks and he came up from Florida and stuff. He just signed a contract with Germany uh, about two days ago. Nice. So so these guys are here doing these programs and stuff like that, and more and more people coming because. The country hasn't opened back up yet, right. so they need a place where they can train. Because once it open back up, everything gonna go fast. Yeah. So they gotta make sure they in shape. So. Okay, so what are what are some of the things that you have just saw change after COVID that are kind of just making you thankful for the business right now? The numbers. Um, one, people are trusting us more because they see the steps we're taking. Um, but our numbers are growing like rapidly. Like people, the desire to work out. Is at an all-time high now. Like it is. A, a lot of people were stagnant during COVID. They were like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to do this. And the results are different, like, when you're training at home to when you're in the gym and stuff like that. Like, Because at home, if you don't have the necessary equipment, which stuff stuff flying off the shelves, not just toilet paper, but weights and all that stuff was flying off I've the shelves. I've been looking for a bike for two months. Exactly. So so it was flying off the shelf. And um, so people who, like, are used to lifting weights and stuff like that doing their workouts, they're losing their muscle structure because all they're able to do is, is – body weight and running and stuff like that so yeah we get i'm getting clients coming back like no i gotta be in here because i didn't lost everything i gained you know sitting at home and running in the park and stuff like that oh and before i forget because they're gonna kill me if i don't um as far as pro basketball players khadijah cave and Aaliyah collier because who are they they uh so khadijah cave played at lane then she went to play at baylor and then now she's over in israel playing nice uh, yeah Aaliyah collier she went to laney as well um i want to say she won state with laney she went to clemson and then uh she's in Portugal playing, and both of them got Euro Players of the Year. Um, Leah this year, KK the year before. So I know they're gonna, they hear it, they're gonna, they're gonna yell at me because they're like, oh no, you mentioned all the boys, you ain't mentioned us. <laughs> you ain't get the girls. Because we have, we have a female run on, um, on Thursday. Okay. So it's, it's pro, it's mixed in with pros and college players. Um, but we've been having an amazing, so I think we've done it three weeks in a row. And okay. They, they've been playing some really great basketball. Um, and Leah and KK have been leading the way, and Nisha Wright. Um, who's the owner of Georgia Soul? She kind of yes, sir. Been, Shout out Nisha. Yeah, she's been kind of organizing all of that and making sure because, like I said, we want to make sure everybody got a platform at yeah. Tax. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. So sounds pretty good. But what about I know because it's not just limited to basketball. Right. You do football training too. Mm-hmm. So our football, our uh, collegiate players are back in town. Okay. So they've been playing a lot. Um, our pro players like we got Calvin Taylor who just signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's been in the gym every day because right now he would be in, in training camp, a rookie mini camp, um, but nobody Nothing's can go Nothing's going anywhere. on. So, yeah, so um, until stuff takes off for him, he'll be in the gym working out every day. Our our classes, our competition, our competing, our elite classes are growing to where we got a wait list now um, because there's so many kids. Like one day it was 30 at the door, and I was like, oh, what are we going to do with all y'all? <laughs> so we've been breaking the gym down into like sections and stuff like that so we can keep them all safe and apart. So we've been like keeping them separated. But yeah. Yeah, it's, the numbers are crazy right now where people are like, oh, no, I got to get my child because once this, once this is over with, like yeah. COVID is over and sports come back, 
they want to be ahead of the eight ball. Absolutely. First black owned gym. Yeah, it's it's the it's the first um, black owned sports facility in the CSR. Gotcha. I, I want to say it wrong. Yeah, and it's the largest. Um, I want to say it's the largest in Georgia and uh, maybe even the southeast. Okay. So, yeah. So you doing your thing? Are you still yeah. training? I am. I am. So I, where the hell do you find the time to do all this? I get up. I get up to the gym at six a.m. I'm done at nine. Now that we're doing the pro runs, I've been done at ten. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> I try to. Take a shower, go to sleep, and now you gotta play work. with them kids. I know it. They usually don't work, so mm, I'm just running. I'm running on life right now. So. <laughs> got to. Well, I mean, it's good because you think about the times that we're going through right now with this pandemic, mm-hmm. and just trying to stay sane, just right. trying to stay sane, stay fit, not eat everything in the refrigerator. I know sometimes I walk past the refrigerator and be like, you know what? I just went in there. Yeah, I ain't going back. Yeah. I'm gonna just go back to my room, yeah. but it's it's hard and it's difficult to deal with. So it's just trying to keep a, a good mindset. Like, what advice do you have for those people who want to work out but haven't made their way back to the gym yet? Be disciplined in your diet. Uh, that's one of the big things because that's one of the things you control. Um, if you start to eat terrible, you don't have the means to burn it off. So okay. if you start eating just anything that's in the kitchen, you don't got the means to, to burn it off in. You're just going to sit there and the weight, like, you know, it's almost like having an office job. Like, the weight just come on because you're mm-hmm. active and stuff like that. So, the um, the diet is going to be the biggest thing. Um, and so, when you, once you're able to go back to the gym, everything else start clicking. Like, the muscles start developing, like, how, how you needed to do it. But if you're just at home snacking and eating right now, it's going to be hard for you um, when you try to go back. One, on the energy level, um, your body not going to be able to digest stuff. And then you're not burning as many calories as you would if you was going outside. So, yeah. You got you got to eat. You got to do something. Though. You can't like if you walk in the neighborhood, if you riding a bike, if you doing squats, uh, in between commercial breaks and stuff like that. Like anything, anything can help you. You just don't want to be stagnant. Yeah, anything is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. I've learned that two laps around my neighborhood mm-hmm. is a mile. Nice, nice. I remember you sent me you sent me the, uh, I did. the thing, so I ran I got I, did I, I, I try to get it in when I can or when I can put my mind to it. Yeah. Um. I am coming up on my last couple of days of work. Mm-hmm. So I said after that, I will be able to dedicate as much time as I want to because I'll be off from work for 30 days. Nice. So my mom okay. has been on my back about contacting you. Right. Because um, she said, what about that guy that you were going to? His Ain't his gym back open? I was like, it is, but I mean, <laughs> it's still COVID guy here. Yeah, <laughs> like, what man. you want to do? So I think people are just being more comfortable. It's funny because um, I'm talking to a guy. He lives in New York and in it's totally different up there. Right. You know, mask on everywhere. You can't go in any establishment without a mask on. But we down here just acting like it don't exist. Living the life, right? <laughs> Every It's funny because he FaceTime me and if I'm out and I don't have a mask on, he's like looking at me sideways. Yeah. And then he'll say, turn the camera around. I want to see these people. And like, I'll turn my camera around. He's like, y'all just out here Nobody living the life. It's, it's but the numbers like- are still going up. Yeah, they, and I know they said after like all the rides and stuff like that, the numbers was like increasing. I was like, these people ain't when they got tested yet. So I'm, I'm still right trying to with no out. symptoms. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how they like basing these statistics. Like, what they doing? Are they just checking people at work? Like, or like are people calling the hotline? I, I'm, yeah. I think I'm, I'm confused about where they're getting the numbers from because the numbers change almost every day they report. Uh huh. Uh, we got, we got theories it's about, yeah, we got theories about what this COVID is, but we just, I just, I stopped letting it control my life. Like yeah. when, it, when it first hit, I was like, "What the hell am I gonna do?" Yeah, like, 
Um, like I, I tried to turn the gym into a FEMA camp. Like I was just trying to, I was like, I gotta keep this place afloat. Like, what can we do? Like I, I start calling like Fort Gordon had this thing on Facebook live where they were like, um, asking people like what resource they need and stuff like that or what they could offer. I was like, man, I got a 40,000 square foot complex. I can house anybody you want right. to. If the national guard need a place to come set up or whatever. Right. Attention. I got you. Just, just come on. Um, they go cut a check, cut a check, whatever. Yeah, like, let's do it. Get, yeah. Cause we go, we gonna adjust, and I had to tell myself like, no, Bray, you a hustler, like you gonna figure it out, like, oh hey, yeah, ain't no, and you have, and, yeah. and I think the thing about it is, you have, you figured out how to make it work, and like you said, in, even though it's been a difficult time, you guys haven't been really hit hard by it, yeah. So that's a blessing in disguise, oh yeah, because you you would never think, I, I, I mean, in my thirty eight years of living, I never thought we would be experiencing a whole pandemic, like oh, this is crazy. I've never sat home. As much as I don't like to go to work some days, yeah. I've never willingly had to sit home from my job for two months working on my laptop from the bed. Yeah, it made those people who who make shows like that about pandemics, like they go from looking like conspiracy theorists to like geniuses, like, damn, they knew it. Like, how they knew? Yeah, like, how they you knew? gotta be prophets or something like that. Like, how they, how they knew this was gonna happen? Like, because we didn't believe it was believable. Like, it could happen. Like, yeah. You know, it's funny because my brother got sick in December. And got real sick. Mm -hmm. And I had already moved because we used to live in the house together. And I had already moved, so I didn't know he was sick. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, I think I had it. Like, everybody, I was down bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, well. And see, I don't really get I'm, I don't get sick. I take my vitamin C boosters. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm, I'm taking my vitamins every day. I I don't get flu shots. None of that. Yeah, I don't mess with none of that. So, my I don't get sick. Yeah. And... That's why I'm just kind of nervous because I don't want to be in a position where I fuck around to get sick. Uh -huh. And I'm just like, well, Man, just stay my ass at dog, home. Carl. Carl got us all on CMOS. We drinking black I sea see y'all on CMOS. Dandelion <laughs> pills. Hey, my dog Carl ain't playing no game. He making sure all of us Listen, whatever it healthy. takes. Yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah. it takes. So I, I also read something on your timeline one, a few days ago or maybe – Maybe not a few days ago, but about doing like camps for the kids. Mm -hmm. So what do you got going on this summer? We got basketball camps going on right now. Um, it's ran by our collegiate and our pro athletes. So we got um, boys, um, elementary ages from 9 11. Then we got high school and advanced middle school from 11 to 1. We got girls, and it's just talked about uh, Khadija Cave and Aaliyah Kalia mm -hmm. from 4 to 6. And um, it's been going, it's been going really, really well. The numbers aren't, like, extremely high because, like I said, we want to keep them separate. But, yeah, we got those camps. Then we launched in our football camp. If not this week, then next week uh, coming up. Um, a lot of the pro basketball players want to do, like, their own, like, single camps. So I'm helping them organize those to where they, they, you know, developing them a fan base, giving back to the community, building their brand at the same time. So we're just going to – this whole summer is going to be full of camps. Um, okay. As, like I said, as long as we keep everybody separate and keep everybody safe, and healthy, you know, we just gonna be hundred miles and running. Every couple of posts you post, you got a new, you got a new uh, client. Yeah. How many new clients you got this week? Let's see. Uh, shoot, probably seven. Set so seven personal trainer clients, and then it's been kids falling into the um into the groups like left and right. Like I had probably three new ones that signed up for contracts um just today with the kids, and then I got two more pro athletes. That's starting on Monday. Um, so this thing, this thing been kind of taking off properly. Um, but yeah, I got seven new one-on-one -on -one clients this week. 
Uh, what's this right here? That is Scouts Baseball right there. So we've partnered with Scouts as far as the baseball thing, and we just expanded another 8,000 square feet. So now we're at 48,000 square feet. Nice. Almost 50. So we, uh, the CrossFit gym that was attached to us left. They went to a, um, a new location. So, of course, jumped on it. And we had baseball <laughs> batting cages moved, like they were on the side of the basketball court. So we hurried up, grabbed them things, put them in the 8,000 square foot. So now we got a baseball academy. Attached to the gym. Right. We're we going to put softball where baseball was. You trying to get all the money. Hey. Let me hold $20. Man, listen, if I had it, I left my wallet. Look right. Up. You have expanded. Listen, when we talked last year, mm-hmm. this wasn't even. Yeah, I think we only had 20,000 square feet uh, yeah. last year. Then we got the 40,000. Um, shoot, when did we get that? We got the 40,000 um, in like September, October. And now we got the other. You're on a whole too. new level. Trying to be definitely, definitely trying to be. If I could, if I could figure this thing out properly, then you know everybody in CSRA gonna benefit. From yeah. It, so yeah. I think you're doing amazing. Um, every like I said, every couple of scrolls you got something going on, and yeah. I'm just I'm proud to say that like oh I know him. Yeah. You know he not from Augusta, but he give back to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of you know being from Augusta and the things that are going on right now, um, you know. Um, another black man has lost his life and his name is Manuel something, but Mm -hmm. same, same concept, same thing, same concept. So how hard is that for you? Being a black man in America? Yeah. It is one of the most trying things. And so I love talking about being black in America. I hate it at the same time because everybody's not on the same, like everybody thought process is in parallel because I'm more of a, um, activists like Stokely Carmichael and Malcolm X and um, Huey Newton more so than like the passive um, MLKs that they try to push on. Like it, Martin Luther King had two sides um, to him. Like he had, the, I had a dream, the I have a dream speech. And then he had the other America, which, you know, they killed him because of the other America because he finally woke up and was kind of like, oh, no, nah, if I keep turning the other cheek, they just going to keep hitting me in my damn face. Like, yeah. um, so being a black man in America it's one of those things where you kind of you kind of see what you up against, like you battling you battling a, um, an opponent that you know like got cheat codes and shit like that. Mm. So that's that's one of the tough things. Um, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, because because you know you know they got stuff set in place to like to like um, demonize us. Like we can never be the victim. We always even even when they kill us unjustly, people defend them and we don't have an opportunity to defend ourselves and stuff like that. Isn't it crazy though to hear people say I think it's I think the most offensive thing that I hear often Mm -hmm. is the whole all lives matter thing. Um and I think it's well it's offensive because y'all act like we we shouldn't have to say Black Lives right. Matter if they truly matter. You know, you're putting us in positions where we telling you, hey, I can't breathe, you right. know, or I'm being treated unfairly. You're you have your knee in my neck. Yeah. Please explain to me how you feel like that's just you, you have a just cause to have your knee in my neck. Or when you come in my house, guns blazing, right. you know, to serve a warrant. Like, I mean, I get it. Do your job. But I feel like if you scared being a cop is not your fucking job. Man, listen, if you're a hoe, you're going to be a hoe with a badge. <laughs> you're going to be a hoe with a gun. Like, if you're a hoe and you ain't built for this, like, if oh, you yeah. can't walk down the street without a gun and still feel confident as you would with a gun, you're a hoe and you shouldn't be a cop. Like, yeah. uh, that's basically it on there but man the way they like come at us and attack us and kill us and 
and like arrest us at all time high numbers like that shit crazy like yeah. you, you kind of it's, like, it's almost it's almost scary to even leave a house yeah because I, on one of our last episodes we recorded I, I was telling the girls how I get up before COVID I would get up in the morning and take my daughter to the bus right and she catches a, a commuter bus cause she goes to Davidson mm-hmm. so I get up you know, normal throw a hoodie on. Right. Or when I leave you, I have a hoodie on. So I subconsciously find myself like taking my hoodie off. Yeah. Because I look around and I'm like, I got a hoodie on. It's six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. It's dark. I got 10 on my window. It's dark. Right. You know, I don't want to be confused for somebody who's in the area or, yeah. you know, mistaken identity. And it's sad that we, as black young people have to, we've been free so long yeah. and, you know, we still have to live in those times where we're not even, this ain't the end. This not the enemy. You know, we're not afraid of getting robbed. Right. These, these are the people that are paid to protect yeah. us and they're, they're killing us. It's like target practice out here. And we can't even be comfortable because we make them uncomfortable. Like yeah. I can't even wear comfortable clothes. I can't be comfortable in my house. I can't be comfortable in my car. Because something gonna make them uncomfortable. The, the little Karens, like Karen, gonna call the cops on me. Yeah. For and being that, me. That is getting so far out of hand. If somebody don't pass a law, I, I'm so sick of seeing women, men, whoever, because I'm in the pool with my kids, or right. because my music too loud, or you know whatever. It's just yeah. like they people are so easily offended by shit that don't. Don't matter to them. When I used to teach school, I used to tell my kids, mind your damn business. Right. If it's not your business, don't come over here telling me nothing. If you not bleeding, got a bone hanging out, mind your business. Man, they ain't got shit going on in their lives, though. So they want to, like, they, either they miserable or they feel entitled. And, like, they like, oh, it's oh, definitely entitlement. Like, what, what the hell they got going on? Oh, let me stop that nigga. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you firsthand, like, Karen going to run up on to the wrong person. She run up with me. Yeah, and, and, and it happens. It happens, and and that's unfortunate. But I think the thing that's is most aggravating is the sense of entitlement. It's like, oh well, they don't have a right to be here. They don't have a right to be here, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna call the police. Like, what can yeah. the police do? I watched a man that was in the pool with his son this week, and he was visiting somebody else, mm-hmm. but he's a guest. Each apartment or each, you know, each person that lives there is entitled to have a guest. Right. And their guest can go. She wants him to show her the key. And he's recording her. And she was just like, I just want to know who your guest is. It's like, you don't know everybody in the apartment complex. steal water? Like, he's stealing chlorine water? Like, it was terrible. And he was like, at first it didn't bother him. And he was there with his son. And he was like, he didn't want to take that time away from his son but she was standing through the gate just yelling and screaming and well let me see your key let me see your guest why are you here who are you with and he said at, at, after all of that he just decided to leave because it was really taking now, the time away from his we son. shouldn't have to do that listen i i'm at a point now where i'm gonna be like and i don't even use what i'm 
bitch, get out my face. Like, <laughs> right. I, know I mean, because you don't want to disrespect people, but when you're being disrespected right. or when you're being bothered for no reason, it's like now I got you getting me out of my comfort zone. I got to act up in front of my kids, my mm-hmm. family, because you won't just mind your fucking business. Like, yeah. I'm not bothering nobody. Me and my child out here swimming. I'm walking down the street. Oh, I can't be over here because what? I'm you, black. Yeah, because I'm black, which is the same thing that happened to um, the gentleman that was down in Albany. Was it Albany, Georgia? What's his name? Uh, Amar Ar- uh, um, Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Running in the neighborhood. Oh, I can't be in this neighborhood because I'm right. black. I mean, I don't have to be a part of the neighborhood to run through this bitch. Like, it's, this yeah, is listen, not your property. Before I just came here, I was over there moving some furniture for the gym from Westlake. Okay. And I'm, I'm oh, a black ass to Westlake. Ain't nothing happened. But I was, <laughs> Thank God. I, I was looking. I was like, damn, okay. And I'm in like I got a, I got a decent car. Like I got a, a soccer mom car. I got a, a you know a Denali like a. Oh so, yeah. So I can kind of blend and my tins a little dark. So they don't they don't see the my face like they be like oh, okay this is just a random you know that, that yeah car but if not to. they think you're stealing well right but if if I was in if I was in a car I used to drive so like I was in a Toys or a Cutlass or something like that yeah. They, Somebody definitely going, oh, no, who you coming to see? Like, yeah. They pulling me over. Like, they just let me through. Um, no problem because the car was in. But it, I, it, the thought crossed my head. I was like, damn. like, I, And we shouldn't have to live like that. Yeah. We should, and, and it's it's sad. Um, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm praying that our nation and our leaders see what's going on. This is an ongoing issue. Well, we don't got no leaders, though. In the black community, we don't really got no, no great representation. All we have is... Who they allow to speak for us? Yeah, like, we don't. We don't have like like I said. Like when I, I revert back to the Martin Luther King, Stokely Carmichael, Huey Newton, Malcolm X, like they gave a voice to Martin because he was the most passive out of the four. Yeah. right. And it, it's not to take anything away from him because he was looking for equality. The other three were looking for dominance. They was like, no, nah, y'all don't like us. Y'all don't like black people. I don't want to sit at the table with you, bitch. I want the table. Like and so they understood that. Like they they seen it. They was like, okay. Well, the black people are rising up, and we got to have a conversation with one of them. Yeah. Who we gonna choose? We want Malcolm, who gonna look at me, and he might shoot me uh, when he gets out. Or he gonna be aggressive, exactly. Or Sto- or Stokely, who like, no, nah, we taking over everything. Or he or he like, man, listen, we we building our own army together. Um, we coming for your shit. Like you ain't just gonna take advantage of us. Right. Or we gonna do Martin, who comes from a Christian background, who's a preacher, son of a preacher, and he he at least gonna give us a conversation. So they chose Martin. And then Martin, like they start using Martin as they as they boy and whatever. And then once he started realizing that, he was like, "Nah, this ain't what that is," um, yeah. or whatever. And the, what it allowed them to do though is to demonize the rest of them to make um, the Black Panther Party a terrorist organization. To mm. um, yeah, you know, to make it to work. Stokely Carmichael had to change his name to Kwame Terme and move to Africa. Like he had to. Well, no, it's more than Africa. He moved to. Um, it was like an island, though, so he couldn't come back. It might have been Cuba. Like he can't come back to the United States, mm. or they killed Malcolm X. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like, so they they took it upon themselves. Like they they know they've known for a long time the problems in the country, the climate of the country, and stuff like that. They know they've oppressed us for a very long time, and they only willing to have conversations with Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, the same motherfuckers. Ben Crump. <laughs> and, and this is my thing with them, like. So if all of them was marching with Martin or back when Malcolm was marching, why are they the only ones dead? Why are you why are you right. still alive? Like it's it's something that y'all gave them or or y'all after they shot one of them y'all went and hid y'all didn't didn't ride y'all didn't. I don't go. see nobody trying to talk to Obama. Exactly they 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 didn't like they didn't make the revolution or whatever like 
So, like, when I see people like, oh, yeah, he marched with Martin Luther King, man, I'll tell you a story. Um, when Mike Brown got killed in St. Louis, in Ferguson, as they call it, but St. Louis, back in 2014, I was playing with the Dolphins. I couldn't wait to get home, though, because I was like, no, nah, this happened at, at the crib. Like, it's, it's really affecting me on, yeah. on a different level. I couldn't wait to get out there. So I, I went out there, marched and stuff like that, um, constantly, like, doing the protests and stuff like that. And then Jesse Jackson came one day. So I'm like, damn, like I'm excited. Like I, I I'm out there and I'm talking and I'm on I'm on the fore the front line or whatever. So I'm marching with Jesse. Like me and Jesse kind of a conversation or whatever. I, like I got pictures of me standing next to Jesse, me holding a kid. Jesse got a kid on his shoulder. Like we marching these kids because we walking like five to seven miles. I'm down to this mean part where Jesse gonna give a speech. So I'm talking to him and I'm like, dang, Jesse, boy, you know, he was a part of the civil rights movement. Yeah. Um, marching with Martin. Like I feel like one of them brothers, like I'm standing for something. We get there um to the mean spot, which is in front of a church. And I'm standing up there next to him, chest out proud. And I see this girl I went to high school with named Toy. Um, and I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, I'm with Jesse. And um, as soon as we get there, his first um, speech is like, you know, he's talking to these people. He got like a little bucket, like a basket. And he was like, well, you know, this church is doing, you know, they hosting us and stuff like that. So let's take a donation for him. Like, you know, he don't even talk about the, the issues at hand first. He's like, all right, who do I hear $50? Do I hear $100? And you could just see it. Like I was like a kid who's like, parents did something like they disappointed them because I was kind of like like my chest just sunk in and I looked at the same girl and she's just shaking her head and I was just like like I just faded in the background and I walked back those five to seven miles by myself just head hung like so fucking discouraged like damn like these are niggas I was looking up to like right. as, as a historian like these niggas I was like man they they got us as people and what he did right there, what he showcased, like it, it affected me to where I was just like, damn, like I, I'm talking, I walked back and I just got in my car and, and drove away and I was just like, I don't even know what the movie yeah, is. Yeah, because you don't no know more. what to do next. These, it's, it's frustrating when you have people who have a voice but not yeah. really using their voice. Yeah. Like I came across this lady named Tamika Mallory. I seen her, yeah. Oh yeah. She, my she God. Was. She gives me chills every time she opened her mouth. Yeah. And it's it's funny because they always say black black it's, it's always this thing like black women hate black men but we ain't going to let you we not going to let you kill them. Right. You know, we we stand up for you, you know, at these times and 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 it's true, you know, we it's a love hate thing with with black men and women, but the thing is we we are tired of having to defend our blackness. Yeah. We're, we're tired of having to defend the color of our skin. We're tired of having to have people think that we're not good enough to be in certain neighborhoods. And we're tired. Right. And, and we're tired of being oppressed. And we're tired of, uh, of people giving us looks where, like, Okay, like I can be here too. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't give a damn if they burn the whole Atlanta down. Me either. You know, I thought I was the only one. Like, <laughs> and my thought process that um on that is like, so you yelling, no justice, no peace, walking down, that ain't affecting them. Like yeah. they don't like you. you Unless it hit they fucking pocket, yeah. it's nothing. Right, but like you got to burn some shit because you block the highway. They just gonna find another. They gonna get map quest. I. Right detours around the niggas and, right. and they're gonna, they gonna go, about go to day. where i need to go it's gonna delay them 10 10 15 minutes or whatever but once you start actually doing shit that affects them and make them uncomfortable now they got they gotta listen to you it's kind of like if 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 you're in a domestic violent relationship or something like that and the man hitting you or something like that and you like stop stop you're hurting yeah. me stop that ain't gonna stop him no 
when you fight back or you actually do something. You fuck around response, and get a knife. Exactly. <laughs> now he got to listen. So you're like, oh, no, no. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Wait, hold tight. And, wait a minute. <laughs> and and that's how we in a domestic violent relationship in, with, with the country. Like, they be not ass. Yeah. And we constantly just keep saying, stop, no justice, no peace. But they ain't never threatened by that shit. No. Like they ain't, but now once you start... Looting and rioting and whatever, whatever. Oh, now it's a problem. Yeah, when you start doing shit, it's been a problem though. Exactly, it's been a problem, and I think more people need to realize that it's a problem mm -hmm. and stop thinking that we're just having this pity party and yeah. we're we're just upset about nothing. No, we're not upset about nothing. How many more kids have to lose their parents? Mm -hmm. You know, how many how many more times do I have to be wrongfully accused or because I'm walking outside or selling cigarettes outside of the store? Like that don't deserve. I need that doesn't mean I deserve to lose my life. You know, yeah. it's it's very unfair. Um, I hope that in the upcoming months that things change, but uh, it's it's gonna be a hell of a lot more riding before. Yeah, we gotta we gotta find a strong voice that people can get behind that's accessible, um, accessible to us as well. Like we can speak to them to speak on our behalf, right? Because these, I mean, like I said, these activists that slash politician that can be bought that has their own agenda. We can't. They not for us. Like yeah. they, they not our people. Um, I see them all the time. Like they just want their celebrity status. We need people that's like hungry. Like, and we might have to raise up a leader. Um, out of this, we can't look to the ones who were here before. Cause yeah, realistically, what did they get us? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we sitting, we sitting at a table that we can't afford to eat at. Like, what, what we're still behind. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so even though they can throw Jay Z and Oprah in our face, oh, they're billionaires. They made it. You got the same opportunity. Come on now. Everybody seen that video of when they at the little camp and the white kids get the head start and then the black kids got to go and then it's all the stuff still holding them back and stuff like that and the white kids so far apart and they're looking at them like, oh, no, you still had an opportunity, though. You should have just used your opportunity. Like, we know we behind. So we got we got to raise up um, our own leader and, like, really find somebody that that's, that feels us, um, that the people across the table, though, will, will want to listen to, too. And, um, like, I support Tamika um, so much, like, my only fear is that the white men, because they don't even talk to their white women, won't won't want to talk to a black woman. Yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no. Like, like, and any, anytime she... They don't like to talk to Michelle Obama. You think they're going to talk to Tamika? Exactly. And <laughs> when she's emotional, they're going to be like, oh, you're yelling, you're argumental. Yeah. Like, Angry not, black woman yeah. is what they're going to think. They're not going to give her opportunity. Um, But I, I really feel like she's like possibly the Angela Davis of our time. Oh, you know, yeah. Like where, where she is. I, I support whatever she want to do. Yeah, what, yeah. Listen, yeah. how many more of my dollars does yeah. she need? Like, <laughs> we got to find her a strong counterpart. I like, I like the, um, what is his name, Trevor? Um, the one is it Trevor Noah, something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I like, I like him. I like how he speaks. And how he he ain't playing no like, games. Yeah, no, no, he. Like I'm surprised they keeping him on the. Uh, Listen, on the, it's very controversial, but they keeping yeah. his ass there. Yeah. Um. Well, you know what? It's good to have a conversation with a black man because it's hard to really. And, and and just FYI, I'm here for you. You yeah. know, whatever. Um, I know you guys don't hear that from us black women because we so angry sometimes. But you know, it's we don't want to see you dying. Right. It, it's 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 a hard thing to do and go through and and tell our kids about, and it's very frustrating at the same time. So mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing. I'm more than proud of you. Thank you. Um, but so there are a lot of things going on in the Augusta area as far as protests. I'm actually proud of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're doing real good. They're doing real good. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance. Now let me tell you, I, I love y'all, but I'm gonna use the platform here at my yeah, house because yeah. I, you know, I I don't like being in the elements. Yeah. No. But you know, I. 
I think everybody has to do what works for them. Right. Um, so what I do behind the scenes is definitely going what's going to work for me. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely proud of the city and the things that they're doing. Um, it kind of threw me off. I read an article in the paper starting tomorrow that you have to have a permit. To protest? Yeah. Yeah. What's that all about? That's that's the way they're they trying to control it to where you got to get approval and who controls the, the approvals. They do. So, like, they're going to. They're organizing a protest for you. Like they're gonna say, "All right, you gotta come here in this area. Everybody gotta stay this far apart. Like the demonstration gotta be here. Like so now they're putting you in a, in box. a box. Exactly. And so I got frustrated box. by that. Yeah. And so I was reading some comments on Facebook, which is the devil to me. Oh yeah. Um, this lady was like, "Y'all taking it out of context. They're, they're, they're wanting it more um, organized so that they can provide." Um, officers there. No, no, it it don't. We don't you. need an officer we're, there. We're battling officers, you right? Don't, you don't, the fuck are you talking about? You don't organize a protest. That shit's supposed to be unorganized. Like it's supposed to be one of those things where it I makes wanted to report her page. <laughs> I was pissed. I was, but see, and and that's the type of shit that keeps me off social media right. because you you got the Karens and you know they just like yeah. no, you're missing the point. No, you're missing the fucking point. Yeah. Now you're trying to put us in a box where oh now oh y'all. And did your little protesting for the week we about to put an end to that shit man they showing all this harmony with um cops and protesters and give me a hug i'm here for you but we need to see that shit when it's i need to see that when right i need to see that at a traffic stop i need to see that when you claim my car is the same car that robbed a store 20 minutes ago i need you to not put a gun in my face when you pull me over i need you to not be as aggressive when you talking to me i got pulled over in telefera county back in september of last year and he Pulled me over. He walked up on my passenger side, black guy. Yeah, that's what they do. And he said, you know, I rolled my window down and he just get spewed off all this stuff. Now he was real nice, but he said I was speeding. And I know for a fact that I wasn't speeding because I was right. sitting I was sitting Indian style, which is probably not right. right. But I was cruise eat, control. Right. I was on cruise control and but I was eating my food. Mm-hmm. I had just got back on the highway from the exit, so I know I wasn't speeding. Right. But he legit argued with me. Yeah. Like went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then he tried to throw my tent in there. Oh, and your t- and your tent dark. You should ask him to see a radar gun. So he said all of that. After we argued, went back and forth, he checked my tent. Oh, my tent was too dark. So he goes back, and he's just sitting in his car. So I'm on the phone with my mom, mm-hmm. and I, jokingly I said, well, I must got a warrant because he's been back there a long time. Yeah. And my mom was like, that is not funny. And I was like, well, I'm just saying, I've been sitting in the car almost maybe five minutes, mm-hmm. maybe. And so he comes back, and he was like, um, asking me if I knew what the super speeder price was. I said, no, because I ain't never got a ticket. I don't speed. Right. And so he was like, mm. well, he gave me the price. Then he going to say, well, I'm going to cut you a break. I ain't going to get you a speed ticket. I said, because I was not speeding. He, he wanted to see who was in that car behind your tent. Yeah. I, and I definitely think that's what it was. And, and talking to my mom, I said, you know, I've had this car for so long. I've had right. this tent since I got the car. I, I've i never got pulled over in Augusta about my tent. Yeah. And soon as I leave out of the city. You thought you was moving something. Yeah. Uh, listen, I done been through Green County, Telefair County. I know how they roll. Yeah. And because and, he asked me, he was like, "Where you?" and I hate that question. Where you coming from? 
They ask it all the time. Why the fuck is that your business where I'm coming from? And people say, like, you need to be respectful of the cops. Bitch, for what? Like, like, why Why do I have to talk to him any different than I talk to anybody else? Absolutely. Because bitch got a badge? Like, like Listen, nobody else? I saw a tweet that says, telling people to be respectful or respect the cops or whatever is like telling a woman don't wear a certain clothing so she won't get right, raped. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't... So he asked me, when, and, and I had on really... So I was coming from a music festival outside. Mm-hmm. I had on a tank top and really short shorts. Right. So he was like, well, where you coming from? I said, excuse me? He was like, where are you coming from? I said, well, what does that have to do with why you pulled me over? You said I was speeding. Right. You know, and so he was like, well, I just want to know where you come from. So I said, if I tell you I just came from fucking my nigga, does, I mean, is that going to give you the same effect? <laughs> and he looked at me because, like, this is, don't ask me stupid shit. Like, yeah. you pull me over. Tell me why you pull me over. And it's not that we're to be aggressive, but it's like you right. asking me questions that don't have shit, shit to, to do, do with, with why you right. pull me over. And I understand your job, but I don't feel like that's a part of your job. Right. I get so sick and tired of being asked where I'm coming from. Like, Oh, I just came through. I was selling dope. Like, is that what you want me to right, say? Right. Like, I don't, I'm confused at the question. Like, nigga, if you're the PE teacher, don't ask me to speak French in your class. Right. Like, yeah, like, that's, like that's like the French shit just saying, why you ain't dressed out? Uh, This is French class. Like, right. come on. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, it's so much going on and, and just yeah. definitely praying for each other, um, embracing each other, loving on one another during these difficult times. Um, check on your people. Check yeah. on yourself. Everybody deserves to have a mental check-in every now and again. I, I call my people. I text them. Mm-hmm. I, I make sure that they're good because I don't know. Getting get, Leaving this destination going to the next is is priceless. It's something that got Making to be cherished. Making it home safe. Yeah. Some crazy shit like Yeah, that. absolutely. So we definitely got to check on our people. Um, as always, I'm proud of the city. I'm proud of the things that you're doing in the Thank city. Um, I am just excited to see where MTAG is going. I I may not come to the gym every day, <laughs> but I'm always telling somebody. Yeah. Ray out here doing his thing. Yeah. So I'm definitely hats off to you. Thank you. Happy thank happy birthday. It's your birthday week. Thank you. Thank you. Um, turned 31. 31? Yeah. Ray old young. Man. No, yeah, Ray, man. I'm way older than you. I shaved my beard off just so I could see what I, my, if I still had skin <laughs> up on that thing. <laughs> Ray, you got hair and everything. So I told Ray that we were probably going to be on camera. He's going to tell me, well, my hair might not be done. Yeah. I got to make sure this, uh, this thing look good. Well, Thank God we're not on camera today. I know, I know. I, listen, I'm high maintenance sometimes. I can hear it. I can hear it a little bit. Yeah. What else y'all got going on at MTAG? I know you got some space available. Yeah, Give us- so we got, got um, four office space available for rent. Um, we're renovating um, on the outside of the basketball court. Like I said, we took the baseball batting cages, moved them down. We're putting the softball batting cage up, putting boxing um, and fighting on the outside of it. Shout out to Justin Deloach too. We got a fight coming up at the end of um, okay. July. Okay, shout out to Jip. Yep, and then uh, so we got another side where we're trying to figure out what we want to do with that. I'm going to put bleachers. If I'm going to put um, you know more basketball courts, something. But it got it got to make sense um, and kind of go with what we're doing. We also um, got the study hall going now okay. for the kids. Um, we got six computers. Um, all got internet and stuff like that. All got Microsoft Office on them. So if kids need to do their homework, need help, need tips and stuff like that, we got a chiropractor office. Um, we're doing our recovery room in there. So we're trying to make it a one-stop shop. Um, it truly. definitely is going to yeah. be a one-stop shop. Yeah. And, I mean, like again, it's black-owned, so it's, it's a space for black people. We don't change who we are for anybody. Support your black businesses. Oh, yeah. Like, we put, we play our music. Um Y'all sure do. Sometimes when I'm in my feelings, I might play country music or something like that. But <laughs> like I don't, I don't change it because of who walked through the door. You don't. And yeah. one morning you were playing something. I was like, I 
I don't want to hear this. <laughs> but, you know, it's not my shit. Yeah, we play <laughs> old school. Like, man, I had them one day listening to Contagious. And I know they was like, oh, I ain't trying to work out this God. shit. Right. But trying to work out. They just need to sing. Frank, shut up. Like, they just need, like, right, like they're going to have to sing it. Like, they're going to have to just feel it. Like, because we black in there. And yeah. We enjoy being black. All man. black, 365 days a year. Yeah. It's all inclusive, though. Like, anybody anybody can come. We don't we don't try to make anybody uncomfortable. Anybody yeah. can come. Um, like we got, I got probably more white athletes than I do black, black athletes, which is, is funny. Like if you look at my videos on, on Facebook, I got more little, um, little white boys running in there. Um, they and, trust you though. Yeah. And they, and they feel and that's like, a good thing. Like I, I don't make them feel any type of way. They just there to get better and yeah. stuff like that. And they understand who I am as a black man. Um, and so do my black clients. So as long as they respect you, we ain't got they, to pop off. They, they, oh, they got to, they got to one because I carry myself as a man who's going to have to be respected. Yeah. And I treat people with respect because respect is probably the biggest thing um, for me. Cause you get power from respect and, um, I like power too. So of course so, yeah, we yeah, all yeah, do. Yeah. My grandma said, even a dog deserves respect. It's true. It's true. Even though my dog is lazy as hell. He, <laughs> He probably laying in front of the door right That's now. That's all right. He didn't pay his dues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He a big black dog. Did you see that, uh, um, I guess, metaphor I used when I was like how people are afraid of my dog as soon as they walk in? He, yes. He didn't bark at him. He didn't do nothing. He he's just, fucking huge, though. He's just a big black dog, and he's nope. intimidating people the same way his Same owner, way black people are. His owner is a big black man, and he's intimidating. Even though I ain't done nothing, Karen's still clutching her purse. The police is still looking at me like I'm crazy, which they judging me without getting to know me. Like, yeah. people judge my dog without getting to know my dog, so... I just walk by him like I just hope he don't like yeah, jump nah, up or day. Nah, he 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 is not he's the sweetest dog, but a lot of people don't get an opportunity to show yeah. that to show that they already judge him. Oh, I'm afraid of dogs. Like, you know. Like, that's how they treat us though. That's that's how they treat us like dogs. They treat us, you know, they oh, I'm afraid of black people. Yeah. Why? Like yeah, yeah, what the hell did we do? They gave us no reason. No none at all. Any new trainers in the building? Um, let me think. Well, shout out to Jeremy Jeremy Harden, he's our, our track trainer. Um Star. She does our yoga. You know, Carl Mitchell, always Mr. Consistent, does personal training. Andre Cooper is strength conditioning coach. Ricky Clay does personal training in boxing. Um, trying to think if we if we added anybody yet. My college athletes have been coming back, helping me with my um my athletic classes as well as uh doing a basketball camp. Shout out to all of them, man. We got so many of them. It's too many to name, but I'm I'm real appreciative of all of them. Um Mariah Robbins, who's our occupational therapist, appreciate her. As well over there, um, she keeps all the athletes up to par. And then we got just trainers to step into the city, like on my behalf, and come train, get right to it. My boy Jason Jones just left, headed back to Dallas. Um, Special Jennings, who's um, I mean, one of my Shout best out friends. Special. Yeah, she came in from Chicago because Chicago still shut down, and and she's been helping me a ton with basketball training. Uh, Tyrone Hayes. Works over there with his Shout out to Ty, you know, Ty went to uh, T-Dub. Yeah, and then Roman Hill as well. He come in and do some stuff on the basketball court as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, I'm hoping I ain't leaving nobody out. Um, it's okay. It's all love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, dang, I ain't leaving nobody What out. kind of specials you got going on? So, right now. What, got, what if nobody's scared for COVID and they yeah. ready to come join the gym or ready for some personal training? What you got? I got so for unlimited um, fitness, like unlimited fitness classes, unlimited open gym. I got special right now going on. It's called Support Black Businesses, um, but it's six hundred for the entire year. It's usually one twenty five. Nice. A, yeah, it's usually one twenty five a month. Six hundred dollars for the whole year. Yeah, I want to get them in. So you pay six hundred bucks and you cover for the entire year. Um, so you saving what thirteen? Well, yeah, like thirteen hundred dollars. Um, yeah, on it and stuff like that. And then for personal training, I've been doing unlimited um, training for three hundred, but. Support black business, you come in and get you 200. So. 
Right. We just, just want to get people in, want to get in shape so we can, you know, combat obesity. Like, we want to just fight all the stuff that they yeah. say. We got anger issues in the black community, high cholesterol, Diabetes. high blood pressure, all that shit. You come in there, you work out, you're going to feel better. You go out there and you're ready to, to fight the world. And I like to consider MTAG a safe place for everybody. You come in there and express yourself. If you're going through some shit, you got somebody that's going to be there for you. Yeah. Shout out to Ray. This has been so, so fun. Even though I had to drag you in here. <laughs> been w- trying to get Ray in here for like two days. I'm but sorry, y'all. I, it's I, your birthday week. Yeah, I'm I never slide. leave the gym. No, I barely leave the gym. Like it's, it's I know, because you was like, come up here. I was like, no. All my yeah, stuff you at be, home. No, you got it set up, though. I'm sorry. You got it set up. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for part two. This was definitely um, inspirational. And thank you for that, that, that talk yeah. about what's going on in the world today. We needed that. Sometimes you got to just get it out. Oh, yeah. um, and, and we're tired and, and please know You might have to walk on eggshells Because we're going to be tired For the next couple of months we, You understand And shout out We got a music studio At the gym as well I forgot. Oh okay I don't know how I forgot Because I'll be in that thing I'll be trying to, I'll be trying to rap but, but, Bars uh, But yeah just, Justin wanted us to do A business venture So I partnered with him It's called Creative Minds Music Studio So it's, it's open um, To the public now Started as, as June 1st um, We've been having Like Trues Nation came in Recorded like, Love so, Trues So people people been coming In that thing Um Really laying down some 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 music and stuff like that. So it's called Creative Minds. It's music studio at M Tag. So yeah, it's one more thing. Y'all really doing added. everything. We trying. Listen, let me borrow twenty dollars. Hey, I, I got you. What's your cash? Just app? cash happen. I got you. All right, we're gonna get on up out of here. Um, don't forget you can find M Tag on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. Yep. And, and oh, and Twitter. What Twitter, y'all tweeting about? Day. Really nothing. I just, whatever, I, whatever I post off Instagram, it goes straight to Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, one-stop shop. Right. Well, don't forget, hit Ray up. He has a whole team mm-hmm. that he's working with over there. Get you right. Stay fit during COVID. Stay safe. He keeping the gym sanitized. He keeping the kids working. He keeping everybody in shape. Y'all got boot camp too, right? We got boot camp, 6 a.m., noon, and 6 p.m. Okay. Right, doing everything. Don't count us out yet. Support your local black businesses. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you stopping by, my brother. I appreciate and you. And we're going to go on and get up out of here. Thank you. All right, good night. Conversations with Mo is available on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Music Play. Please like, rate, and subscribe.